0: So recently we published a video on TikTok. It got 335,000 views in just three days. And actually, by the time you're watching this, it probably has many, many more. And in this video, I wanna share exactly what we learned and how we made that happen. Hey, welcome to the Healthpreneur Show. I'm Uriel Kim, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. You are listening to this because you are a health professional or coach who is committed and driven to growing a successful virtual practice or coaching business online in these episodes, I'm going to give you the best of the best when it comes to marketing, sales, mindset, business growth in general to help you achieve those goals. So without any further ado, let's dive right in. All right, guys, what's going on? i King, your CEO and founder of Health Printer. We help health professionals and coaches scale their businesses online without the grind. And today I'm excited to report to you that finally one of our videos took off on TikTok. And you know, my life just feels so much more complete now. I sleep better at night. Uh, life is just so much nicer. Not. So... Here's the the six lessons I want to share with you in this video because what I find is a lot of people chase these insignificant little achievements. And when I say an achievement, um, I don't consider a video going viral an achievement. What I would consider an achievement is actually sharing valuable content and if people find it useful, great, Anyway, so without any further ado, let's dive into this because the reality is if you're posting any kind of content online and you think that getting something going viral is going to change your life, let me tell you that it's not going to, okay? So lesson number one is this. You might be asking yourself, Yuri, how did you make that happen? How did you do that? And my answer to that is, I don't know. To be honest i have no idea how that video took off like it did on tiktok because if you look at our whole tiktok feed i don't think it's any difference in terms of the quality of the content or the messaging compared to a lot of other stuff we posted. And if you see a lot of our content on TikTok, we'll have a couple thousand views, couple thousand views, and then this one is just boom, out of thin air. And so the one thing that I've realized, especially on TikTok, maybe a little bit less so on Facebook and Instagram nowadays, is that there's no rhyme or reason to how things take off. And I don't necessarily know how to explain why that video caught fire. I mean, it has thousands upon thousands of shares and saves and comments. I mean, it's great, right? It's, it's, the video basically talks about uh, pricing and whether or not you know, you're pricing low or high. There's people gonna be objecting to pricing no matter what, so why not just charge more? I mean, when I shot that video, was my intention to make it go viral? Did I think it was like orchestrated so that it'd have more virality in it? No. I'll share another lesson with why I think it may have done well, but I'll save that one for last. So first lesson is there's really no rhyme or reason to what sticks on social. If you figured out the formula, by all means, share it in the comments below because I certainly have it and it's been about 18 years. Number two is that short form doesn't hold a candle to long form content. You guys know I love creating this, these videos on YouTube. Um, it's what I like doing with my time in terms of creating content, but I do think for for the viewers, for you guys, this stuff is more valuable than a quick 30 to 90 second video. I'm not a huge fan of tactical, like just do this one thing, your life will change because we know that's not the case. I appreciate you watching my videos and taking the time to go through the long form content because I do feel that it's much more valuable for you and it's much more enjoyable for me to create. So typically with our short form stuff, we're taking snippets of these longer form pieces of content and those become syndicated it across Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts, and TikTok. So I'm not creating vertical natively, like this video specifically just for vertical. It's like, I'm just going to shoot this long form and then our team takes the snippets and puts them into vertical. That's pretty much our process. So what I've realized as well is that even though TikTok has, you know, we're posting stuff on TikTok on a daily basis, it really hasn't done anything for our business. Compared to long form content in my previous business, when we got, you know, 300,000 subscribers on YouTube, before YouTube Shorts were even a thing, that was a significant driver of our business. Even now, as this channel starts picking up steam, and and thank you to you for watching and and for our subscriber base for continuing to contribute to this growth, because we're at a point now where I'm starting to see a little bit more momentum and a little bit more of an inflection point. And I think we're at like 7,100 subscribers at this at this current moment, which is not a lot. But again, you know, I don't I don't really create this content for subscribers. I create this content because I want to share it. Hopefully, it's useful for you. And I know that. That in time, the right people will find this and this channel will explode. And I told my team, I'm like, this. the goal of this channel is not to make money, it's not to build our subscriber base, it's, it's to put out content that we believe is in congruence and integrity with our brand, with our messaging, and that most importantly is gonna add so much value to viewers' lives that at some point, just more people are gonna see this stuff. It's a 10 year game for us. Like this is not something I'm looking to, you know, make a buck on in the next year. I don't I don't care about that stuff. We don't need this YouTube channel for our business to do well. We're already doing eight figures without this channel. But what I will say is that recently, we've had uh, a number of clients come into our HBA program from the YouTube channel, which is actually amazing. So if you're watching, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And what's so cool is that looking at how bought in uh, these individuals are compared to people coming in from Facebook ads. Now, with that said, we've worked with thousands of clients, 95% of them have come in from Facebook ads. So I'm not like discrediting them in any way, shape or form, but I've noticed a difference in terms of buy-in and it just makes sense, right? If someone watches a quick 45 second video on TikTok and it goes crazy, next on to the next video. But if someone watches a 20-minute video and they watch dozens of those on YouTube, that's a fundamentally different person. And I've talked about this before. It's like when you want more committed clients, get them to commit before they start working with you. By committing, what I mean here is like committing their time to consuming your content because it makes a huge difference. Like just logically, who do you think might be more primed Someone who watches 30 seconds or 30 minutes. It's obvious, right? So I believe long form is is never gonna to be touched by short form. Short form is those quick little dopamine hits. It might get people's attention to bring bring them into your world, but In the grand scheme of things, long form content is the way to go. And it's the same approach we take with our webinars. It's the same approach we take with our ads. They're longer, not short. And it's all about getting people to spend more time on brand. Number three is don't be fooled by follows and likes. They don't pay the bills. So even though that TikTok video has 335,000 views and probably way more now, it's really not contributing to our business. So although I can be like, hey, I can, you know, I'm this TikTok guy. I'm not a TikTok guy. I'm just a guy who creates videos, and we happen to post it on TikTok and it went viral. Whatever. Do not get enamored. Do not get lost down this rabbit hole of thinking that you're going to do all this fancy video production and it's going to make a difference. Now, you may have noticed if you follow any of my videos, like on TikTok, we actually last year created hundreds of videos that were f- like specifically formatted for vertical native, like they were shot, you know, with our videographer and stuff like that. And they did okay. Some of them did better than others, but there's no major like we should keep doing this. There's been zero difference between that quality of production versus taking snippets out of our long form content and putting that up on TikTok. In fact, The snippet from one of these videos has blown everything else out of the water that we've done by a factor of 10. So if you're thinking you have to invest in like really fancy videographers and all these photo shoots, it's just a waste of time and it's a waste of money because very honestly, you're probably chasing the wrong rabbit. Focus on what matters, which is getting clients, helping them win, making money, reinvesting in your business. And then down the road, when you've got a bit more bandwidth, sure, you could invest a bit more in the content side of things if you want to. Fourth lesson is speak your truth and 100% unapologetically. Now, if you guys follow the hashtag winning series that I started recently on the channel, I think it's a good example of like me speaking my truth. I just share it like it is, uh, and like even in these videos, I mean, I share it like it is, right? But. I was on a podcast yesterday and the host was asking me around like what's one of the biggest mistakes you see people make with their with content. And I said, In my in my opinion, it's that a lot of people try to be like someone else or they don't try to be like the full version of themselves. So we hold back and we try to appease everyone and especially in this fucking ridiculous environment where everyone's trying to be like so politically correct and like everyone's equal and fuck off like just speak your truth i think you have a sense of like where i'm going with some of my opinions based on this stuff these all-gender bathrooms like give me a fucking break anyways i'll save that for another day but what i'm saying is speak your truth and it's going to piss some people off but who cares your job is not to get liked by everyone your job is to help people Right. Or whatever your you know, your whatever your objective is. But the biggest danger you have to business, the biggest danger that will hold you back in business is the need to be liked by everyone. Because if you need to be liked by everyone, you're not going to want to step on people's toes. And it's not about like stepping on their toes purposely. It's just you sharing what you think is true for you. And I think one of the things that we help our clients with that takes time, right, is peeling back the onion to really get into the core of your message, to the truth of who you are, and speaking that. Because the better you do that, the better you're going to resonate with the people you want to serve. And then you will attract more of those people into your world, right? Like attracts like. The world's a boomerang. What you put out comes right back at you. So with respect to the video that went, you know, viral on TikTok, I mean, was it a polarizing piece? Not really. I just I just said, listen, like if people are gonna object to a five hundred dollar price point, they're also gonna object to a $5,000 price point, and there will be people who object at a $50,000 price point. Now, they might not be the same person, right? But if everyone's going to object at some price point, well, why not just keep going up in price? Like, if people are going to say yes and no at every level, why not just go up? And that was the kind of the essence of the video. Now, I was just kind of like sharing what I believe to be true there. I mean, I don't think that was the most, you know, hard-hitting core message of Yuri of all time, but apparently it struck a chord with a lot of people. Hey, hope you're enjoying the show so far. Just popping in real quick to let you know that I am on Instagram. If we're not connected yet on the good old ing, hit me up, I'm at Healthpreneur, not any of the other fake accounts, but just at Healthpreneur. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and send me a DM letting me know how you like the show or really anything else you need help with to grow your virtual health practice or coaching business online. So once again, that's at Healthpreneur on Instagram. In the meantime, let's get back to the show. So speak your truth, that's a big, big lesson if you wanna be more powerful and compelling with your content because the thing is that it's about character more than content, it's about the messenger more than the message but in order for you to develop your character and become a messenger people wanna hear from, you have to have a message initially that really commands presence that isn't just the same as what everyone else is talking about because we don't need more thought repeaters, we need more thought leaders. Number five, number five is that volume matters. I have put out so much content over the years that I, it's it's crazy. I mean, and, and this is one of the biggest lessons I share with our clients is, well, my Facebook ads aren't working. I'm like, hey, welcome, welcome to the club. Let me ask you, how many different ads have you been running? Uh, three. Well, it's time to roll up your sleeves and write 30 more. And that's just the name of the game. You didn't like your first video didn't do well. Your first Instagram post didn't do well. Your emails didn't get opened. Who cares? Like, welcome to the real world where less than 10% of the stuff you put out there is actually going to work in a very significant way it's very rare like in our case we have clients where i i, I maybe a handful of times for like you know i've been running one ad for the past year and it's been it's built a six-figure business for me i'm like that's amazing and that's also very rare i've never had that happen we have i mean we have written and i tell our clients this we write and test ads on a weekly basis and guess what happens guess what happens with most of them they're all turned off very quickly. They get out of KPI. They don't work the way we want them to. We're like, oh my God, this is the best one yet. Nope, 24 hours later, it's turned off. And you have to be okay with that. Like you just get over it. Like don't get so attached to one piece of content. And that's also the reason why I don't think it's a good idea to invest heavily in terms of quality production. Because until you find your voice, until you actually see what works in the marketplace, it's a waste to do anything like that. So my advice, and this has just been my approach, is just put out a ton of shit, like put it, not, not garbage, but like a ton of, like a lot of stuff, right? Quantity will lead to quality. So number one is if only a small percentage of the stuff you put out actually sticks, the more stuff you put out, the greater the likelihood that more of it will stick. And secondly, you'll actually develop the skill a lot faster. So I think I'm really good when it comes to communicating, speaking, being on, video, being on video. I'm pretty much useless with a lot of other stuff. But this is the one area that I really feel in my element in. Now, is that natural? To some degree. But if you look at my first YouTube video ever back in 2006, you'll notice some very big differences. So tens of thousands of videos, not, not hundreds, tens of thousands of videos later, this is the output. Okay. So whatever you're doing now, you keep doing it at scale, you will get better and get and get better and get better and get better. And get better. So don't expect, you know, a couple things to do, you know, working miracles for your business because they probably won't. And this is also why I'm not a huge fan for most people doing under a million dollars in revenue to spend most of their time on content. And I know there's a lot of other coaches out there who say never run ads until you're at 20K, 100K a month. I'm like, dude, how does that even make sense? Like, please tell me how you're building a business from zero to wherever you want organically. I mean, in the near future, it's very, very hard to do that unless you know, you're know you living in the DMs because here's the thing is we will spend the thing we value least So if you want to grow your business organically, what you're saying is I value my time the least. Therefore, I will spend it creating and cranking out contents and living the DMs and doing this over and over and over again. Because if you play that game, it's a volume play. It's not I'll post once a week. It's I will post once an hour if you actually want to get traction versus if you value money the least. Because if you actually want more time in your life, well, you have to make a trade. That trade is going to be money. So how do we how do we leverage that? Well, we run paid traffic. Right now, we're running Instagram ads. We're boosting some of our posts on Instagram, and we've added seven hundred followers in the past three days. Now, previous to that, it may have taken us I don't know three months to gain a thousand followers just organically. Just for context, okay? So it's a pay-to-play world, and if you want to grind away, go for it. But either way, it's a volume play, right? And the nice thing with paid traffic is you don't need to volume it up by number of ads you can volume it up by ad spend. So instead of 25 bucks a day, you can go to a hundred bucks a day. You forex the volume of impressions. It's one of the fastest areas of arbitrage we can use in our business. So it's not always just like your input, but think about how can we use leverage like advertising to maximize the volume of stuff we're putting out there. And the sixth lesson that I wanted to finish this up with, and I alluded to this earlier, was good content, I believe, is either going to confirm a suspicion or break a belief. So if you're confirming a suspicion, you'll get a lot of buy-in right? People are like, yep, yeah, I've been thinking about that. I, I understand that. So an example of, of that is when I shared this video around the pricing stuff, I believe that that confirmed a suspicion. And that's part of the reason why I think there, it was so easy for people to adopt it. And that's why it was shared and, and obviously got the views that it got, because I was confirming a suspicion that people had around the fact that, yeah, you know, no matter what it is I charge, people object to price. So that wasn't like a new belief I had to install. They're like, yeah, I kind of that makes sense. And thank you for confirming this. When you can validate people's suspicions, they're more likely to share that because now it reinforces their own viewpoint of the world. So that's kind of one way of doing things. The second way of doing things, which is a bit more, I don't even want to say confrontational, but I can't think of another word, is to break beliefs. So let's say that someone has a belief system and you share a piece of concept that completely goes against it. That creates resistance and it's harder for them to buy into. And this is where a lot of the skepticism and lack of trust and all the bullshit people online talk about, here's another scammer talking about whatever. The reality is when you you say something that people don't naturally believe, it creates resistance or reactance. And that is like putting up a brick wall, and it's very hard for them to buy into that. So what you have to be very good at doing is backing up what you say to such a degree where logically there is no way they can refute it, right? So as an example, in uh, our Perfect Client Pipeline Masterclass, I talked about the fact that no one wants a generalist. Everyone wants a specialist, okay? So that can possibly confirm a suspicion for some people. It can break a belief for other people, right? So let's say you're a generalist and you're like, no, I've been doing well. I'm like, great, you've been doing well as a generalist because people have fallen into your lap because you've had a clinic and you don't have to market. Good for you. But what are you gonna do when you come online now? You're just gonna sit there and expect people to fall into your lap? Probably not you have to proactively market yourself. So please tell me how you're going to do that when you're trying to speak to everyone. Said otherwise, if you have an eye issue, are you going to a generalist or are you going to the eye specialist? If you need braces, do you go to the dentist or the orthodontist? If you have a heart attack, would you rather have a heart surgeon work on it or a GP? We all want a specialist. If you have a roof roof or, sorry, if you have a, a leak in your roof or your plumbing, you call the general contractor or the plumber. If you have an electrical issue, do you call the general contractor or the electrician? It's, fucking obvious. Everyone wants a specialist. So why do you think you shouldn't specialize? But I'm going to alienate everyone. Really? You're going to help 7 billion people on the planet anyways? Never. But but what? Like, yeah, so basically what I'm sharing here is I'm, I'm looking at how do I logically break this down, logical proof, so that even with logic reasoning, there's no way you can actually argue this statement that I'm making. Does that make sense? So When you're sharing content, you just have to understand like, am I, in general, am I confirming a suspicion that some people have or a lot of people have in my market or am I breaking a belief? Because if you do break a belief, you will get more resistance, you'll get more people talking shit in the comments perhaps and you just have to make sure you back up everything you say and think of it like you are a lawyer pleading your case in court. Here is exhibit A, right? I'm making this statement, this person is guilty or not guilty. Here is the proof to show all this stuff. You're no longer thinking like a marketer, you're thinking like a lawyer who's using logic Reasoning to show and, ba- and back up and validate what statement it is that you're making. Okay. So, in terms of content, in terms of how this video went crazy, those are some of the lessons that I've learned. I hope that makes sense for you. The key here is that you just, I think, honestly, you have a message. The key is like over time is just peeling back the layers of like onion bullshit, filters, what are people gonna think of me and speak your truth to the highest possible level. You keep doing that for as long as you possibly can, not expecting anything to come in the near future. If you just have that long-term mindset and you play your game, you will win in the long-term. And when I say you will win, I mean you're helping a lot of people who will win and as a result, you will win as well. Cool. So if you've enjoyed this, let me know what's resonating most of you in the comments below. And be sure to check out the next video, which is right here. I have no clue what it is, but I know you're gonna love it as well. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me in today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have, here's what I'd love for you to do next is if you're not already subscribed to the Health Burner Show, go ahead and hit that button wherever you're listening to this to make sure you do not miss a single episode coming your way. And while you're at it, why not leave a rating or review? It would mean a lot to me. And here's why. Because I lay in bed awake at night wondering, are you enjoying this show? Do you get a lot of value out of this? And I never really know until I hear from you. All kidding aside, I would really appreciate a rating or review. Because as you know, the more people know about this show, the more people we can help. And your ratings and reviews make a huge difference. So thanks for hanging out with me once again. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.